Hey everybody, welcome to episode 96 of the Metal Detecting Show podcast. My name is Kieran, and I have been metal detecting now for nearly 30 years. This week, let's talk about how low can you go or target depth. So let's get on with the show. Everyone, before we start, I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and I hope you enjoyed the episode this week. If you want to support the show, there are many options available from the links in the episode notes below. If you want to interact with me and the show, that information is in there too. But most importantly, if you like this content, please don't hesitate to tell your friends and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode. I hope everybody got out since we talked last week. I got out at Silky Dave's Pastures last weekend, which was great. It turned out to be a day of introductions to metal detectors. And at one stage, I looked up to see all my detectors being used across the field. I came away with nothing that day, but Dave won the Dirty Pirate Award. Dirty, dirty pirate. Finding a 1946 pence, a large caliber bullet and what looked to be a pewter flat button which you'd have to admit is a great first day hunting, despite the affliction of a wobbly shaft. So a big shout out to Dave, Mary, Maeve, Phoenix and Sean, who were all great company on the day. And I came home a happy chappy despite being covered in cow shite. Anyways, it was during that day that I was asked how deep can a detector go and not wanting to go full nerd and start mansplaining. I gave the answer we all gave and that's 12 to 15 inches. So... I saved the mansplaining for this week's episode. So we're going to talk about metal detector detection depth and what can affect it. We normally call this target depth, you know, and how deep your detector can go. How deep is your love? Shh, let Poppy show you. (laughs) How deep can a detector go? There's a few factors, right? But we'll get to those in a bit. The standard answer is 12 to 15 inches for a mid-range detector. With that lessening, the cheaper you go, to be honest. But there is features. There's target features. So target orientation, target size, target shape, target composition. And then there's the detector features. Frequency, coil size, ground balance, sensitivity, all can affect depth. Starting with target factors. Let's look at size first. Essentially, your detector's depth gauge is designed to display the depth at which a quarter will be detected or objects of a similar size at, say, 12 to 15 inches generally. However, if the target size is larger, you will be able to detect it easier at depth. However, it will throw off your depth gauge and will appear, say, at 10 inches. But when you dig a 10 inch hole and it's not there, then you know this target is larger than a quarter. And conversely, if it's smaller than a quarter, it may be found shallower than the depth gauge indicates. So the bigger the target, the easier it is to detect the depth. On to target shape. Most targets we look for, let's be honest, are generally round and solid with a clear surface plane. This makes them essentially more detectable because of surface area, or more accurately, perpendicular cross-sectional surface area. This is why flat-surfaced targets are easier to detect at depth. This brings us to target orientation, which will affect depth. The further the target's orientation is away from the perpendicular, so essentially reducing the cross-sectional area of the target, 
This is why a coin on the flat, perpendicular to the coil, are easier to detect at depth than a coin on its edge in the ground. Target composition has a part to play in a detector's detection depth. The general rule is the higher the conductivity, like silver, the easier it is to detect at depth. This is because the higher the conductivity a target has, the more efficient the detector is in creating eddy fields in the target, which is what the detector is detecting at the end of the day. More eddy fields or more eddy currents mean more resonance and a bigger beacon to detect. That's it for target characteristics that may affect your detector's depth. Before we go into the features, let's talk about the medium composition itself. Soil, clay, sand, it can all have an effect on the target depth. For example, highly mineralized soil will reduce the capability of the detector to see at depth. Very much like car headlights in fog, you can only see a little in front of you and turning up the headlights only makes the visibility worse. And this is the same for mineralization and a detector. It will not work to increase sensitivity or power output as it will have the same effect. If the medium is trashy, you will be subject to signal or target masking, which will also limit your ability to detect the depth. However, there is a scenario when detection depth can be increased via the medium. And that's when the medium is moist. You can really get down in there as the EM field can traverse the moist medium much easier. So hunting after a rain is a good time to find deeper targets. A lot of the previous factors are beyond your control and somewhat environmental. However, there are a few things that can help with deep target detection. Let's start with frequency. To put it simply, the lower the frequency, the deeper you can detect. And the higher the frequency, the less deep you can detect. So if you have a single frequency machine, it's probably tuned to the mid 20 kilohertz to be best of both worlds, right in the middle. However, it may be operating at 8 kilohertz or lower, which is great for depth in silver coins, which some of us want, but not so good at smaller targets at depth. On the flip side, if your target is operating at a higher frequency, like 40 kilohertz, it's great for gold nuggets, but not at depth. Think of it like your Wi-Fi router. 2.4 gigahertz is great for penetration and creating long range connections at low speeds. However, a 5 gigahertz router is not so good at creating long range connections, but super fast, providing there's no obstacles in the way to navigate. So if you have a single or dual frequency machine, learn what its depth capabilities are based on its frequencies. And if you have a multi-frequency machine, you're operating at the best of both worlds right now. Looking at ground balance, I suppose the answer is in the name. It tunes your detector or balances your detector to remove as much of the mineralization I talked about previously and can help in this depth scenario we're talking about. However, if your detector has it as a feature, it's always good to run it occasionally on a hunt just so you can tune out any ground interference from mineralization, allowing you to turn up the sensitivity. Speaking of sensitivity, a lot of people think that by adjusting sensitivity, you are altering the detector's ability to detect at depth. All you are changing is the size of the target that can be detected at depth. Higher sensitivity results in smaller targets being detected at depth. Lower the sensitivity, you will still detect at that depth, but the targets will be bigger. In a way, sensitivity is depth adjustment, but only for small targets. And finally, coil size. Another assumption people make is that a 15-inch coil is going to increase depth. It doesn't really. All it does is increase the area. You may have an increase in sensitivity, giving the impression that you are going deeper, 
when all you are doing is reducing the size of the target that can be found at depth. So essentially, a larger coil will cover more area and detect smaller targets at a lower sensitivity. If that makes sense. And that's it, guys. So when someone asks you how deep does your detector go, answer, it depends. That's it for this week, guys. I hope you like this episode of the Metal Detecting Show podcast. Check out our website, www.metaldetectingshow.com for this episode's show notes. Check out our Patreon if you want to help the podcast stay alive or just want to buy me a coffee. If you want to buy me a coffee, you can do so at buymeacoffee.com forward slash metaldetecting. Also, if you'd like to leave me a voicemail, please do so on speakpipe.com forward slash the Metal Detecting Show. The link will be in the show notes. And if you feel like taking your appreciation to the next level, feel free to leave me a positive review on any podcast directory of your choice. If you like this content and would like more, please don't hesitate to tell your friends and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Once again, I hope you like this episode and we will chat to you all again next week. Get out there, eyes down and happy hunting. How deep is your love? Your love, how deep is your love?